friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, North Pole residents, and my patron pipes. What up, patron pipes? Not patron pipes, uh, patron peeps. Thanks for supporting the show. What do you say? Oh, before we get on with the show, uh, make sure you uh, remember sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron feed, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron help. Uh, thanks, patrons. And then we'll get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep. Trouble staying asleep. Well, it's time—it's time for sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. So it could be thoughts, you know, like that are keeping you awake, like things you're thinking about, past, present, future, uh, you know, all of them. That's usually, those are my thoughts. I think about how the future, how the future's going to go. I'll try to put it in neutral terms. How the future's going to go because of the past, uh, and presently, I should probably think about it a lot more in the present so that uh, that's part of it. And I say, well, why are we doing the, Why? What do you? Oh, for your own good, Scoots. We got to do it. Uh, so thoughts, it could be feelings because then feelings come up for me at the same time. I don't know. They're, both are there. I'm getting better at tuning into my feelings, to be honest with you. And then just maybe saying, hey, do, hey, thoughts, you know, I've given you many, many years of my life, uh, billions of hours. Talk about uh, 10,000 hours. I mean, that's another one I got locked down, Gladwell. 10,000 hours of overthinking. And not just any overthinking, like I say, 10,000 hours of focused overthinking. I mean, I may be, I probably met, I don't know how many hours are in a, in a year or a decade, but, or, you know, multiple decades, but for hundreds, of, I'd say probably a hundred, if, if I've been around for 200,000 hours, I was overthinking for, you know, 50% of it. And that's actually not a joke because you say, well, the eight hours you were asleep. So 33% at the time, I was either asleep or thinking, you know, so I say, well, out of that 33%, let's just say 8% I was overthinking then. Oh, yeah, I got to get to this podcast intro. So whatever's keeping you awake, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, maybe some math uh, is there because I say, wait a second. I should probably work on this math while I do this intro. But uh, thoughts, feelings, you know, it could be schedule, work. You could work second, third, fourth, you know, fourth shift. I'm here to glamorize the fourth and the fifth shifts because and just no one does it anymore because a lot of people say, Scoots, none of those exist. Uh, and I say, once again, I have to explain this to you. Yeah, you know, because just because Hollywood only shows first, second, and third shifts, uh, just because all those... <laughs> Those journalists out there, you know, who focus their time and all the scientists. And that doesn't mean there's not a fourth and a fifth shift out there somewhere. And sometimes, and I think you could all agree with me on this, sometimes the first shift feels like the fifth shift. If you know what I'm saying, you say, oh, man, like uh, 
just like Kathy, that comic book who disliked Mondays. Some days, not only do some days feel like Mondays, some days feel like you're on the fifth shift. You say 9 a.m. So, oh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of it while you fall asleep. There's someone, I mean, I'm not kidding. Uh, You know, Hollywood, and this is, you know, sometimes people say this smarmily, but really Hollywood does use, use a lot, reuse a lot of IP. I don't really know anything about Kathy or the creator of Kathy. So then I'm trying to say, well, this could be problematic. There's probably something problematic. Uh, And Mondays are like, yeah, Kathy had a problem with us. Uh, So we, yeah, but like, uh, has there been a Kathy? Kathy was a comic back when there was newspapers, uh, before, before the, the current times, uh, we had, anyway, I can't get into it, but Kathy, you, you could, you could look it up. Uh, Kathy was a comic strip, uh, and Kathy disliked Mondays among, among many other of Kathy's wonderful qualities in case Kathy, the Kathy, for the Kathy super fans that are listening, uh, where was I? So, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of it. Oh, yeah, what, what, you know, it could be what shifts, it could be work. Uh, and what I propose to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my dulcet tones that, uh, even, you know, even Raven says when she went and, and people said, that's that so Raven, not oh so Raven. And I say, well, uh, we'll, we'll have to agree to disagree. And, uh, and they say, it's right here in the Raven, that's so Raven wiki, not oh so Raven. Also, the, 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 the Yoda-like character on the Mandalorian is the child, not oh, baby oh so. And I said, wow, you really, uh, you really letting me have it. Uh, whatever it is, oh, those, but what I said is that if Raven Simone was listening to my voice, she might say, was that a creaky door that just opened? Was that a full, is that a Foley artist pretending to open a door on set? Uh, and you know, maybe go, maybe I would imagine, and this is only, this is fan fiction, but that Raven Simone is like great to work with, uh. And I think probably that's true because of uh, her long career. Uh, usually that that's a good sign. Uh, and so Raven would say, well, I want to check in. I love checking in with the Foley artist. Uh, Lurleen's my favorite Foley artist. Anyway, she op- so she's opening a creaky dulcet door somewhere? No, no, that's, uh, that's uh, somebody who listens. That's a sleep podcast. Uh, oh, okay. Also, when like uh, okay, let's get back to shooting my brand new show, the blockbuster show. Uh, it's so Raven. So that's the future. I, the, you know, I don't really predict the future very much, but uh, they say what happened. Like, uh, said, well, yeah, the, all the streaming companies got. You know, they were pitching more and more. Who's gonna have uh, like uh, this next phase in Raven Simone's career? And, uh, unfortunately she couldn't get the rights to that. So Raven. And so, yeah, that's how we ended up with it. So Raven. 
Uh, sorry, some people may be wondering, where are you? Yes, yeah, sorry, you're at Sleep With Me podcast to put you to sleep. So a couple things to know if you're new. Because, yeah, I'm way, <laughs> I've wandered far afield uh, as I normally do. So, okay, so if you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you're here. A couple things to know. You may have already figured this out. This podcast is pretty much nonsense, uh, but it's a fine nonsense. It's a very, it's a, I wouldn't say it's, it's a fine grain nonsense. Yeah. And the reason it's nonsensical is because you don't have to listen to it. I'm kind of like a friend you call. I mean, can you imagine that? You say, Okay, let, let's stay, since we're with this Raven Simone thing, you say, okay, okay, so I accept that there was a show called That's So Raven. Now, what if you had a friend that was a That's So Raven? What if you had a friend, let's get even more meta. What if you had a friend that wrote, uh, rewrote That's So Raven with Kathy from the comics? Uh, what, let's just say it was your, like a, your grandmother, uh, or an aunt, uh, or some sort of other f- figure like that. And you say, you know, uh, 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 we'll just call her Abby. Abby? Uh, Auntie Abby, I'm going to call you. And I want you to tell me all about this thing you're working on, this imaginary, you're mad, you like to write and imagine that uh, Kathy, like, uh, it's a, well, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's that's so Raven and Kathy. In parentheses after. And it's actually like, uh, yeah, it's actually, this would work. Like, what if Raven Simone was the person that started rebooting Kathy, like writing it? Uh, I don't know. Does any of this work? And you say, keep talking, Auntie. I'm going to be lying here. You just tell me the whole, go through the pilot again. First, tell me the you know every, can you go through a few episodes of that so Raven and then how you're going to link it uh, back uh, and uh, I'll be lying here I'll be lying here not listening to you so that's the part that usually trips you up you couldn't really say that because you say well I'm really your aunt wouldn't normally say I put so much work into this this is my passion project. People say you know go with your passion or whatever it is and those are the two things I love. Uh, I don't like Mondays because, uh, uh, because, you know, that just fits there. But so you say that, that, uh, but Raven does love Mondays. That would be the best if they, like, uh, cause she, if she was making this either TV show based on cat. So it's like one of those Christopher Guest things. She, Raven Simone is making a TV show based on Kathy. She loves it. So she actually loves Mondays. Because she loves getting back to work. She feels so fulfilled. Because this is 100%. This would be her production company. So we couldn't... Anyway. So yeah, you couldn't tell your aunt to just keep talking while you fall asleep. Obviously, that stuff is a big deal to her. With this podcast, you don't got to listen. You don't have that last part. You say, okay, Scooch, you're going to just talk about the exact thing. Yep, Okay. So that's one thing. You don't need to listen to me. And it's actually can be hard at first to, to accept that or understand. You might be wondering, when does the sleepy stuff start? When do I get to the point? What did I even get myself into? I'm very skeptical. Those are all natural ways to approach the show because this show is very different and strange. 
And the only thing I can say is give it a few tries. That's what most listeners say, or like, uh, just kind of have a loose grip or a loose focus. So that's that. Uh, and then what else? Oh, so this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It doesn't really actually put you to sleep either. Some of you might be like, yeah, no, duh. No, it's more here while you fall asleep. Uh, just like with our ant example, you say, okay, I'm kind of barely listening to you. But I like that because you know, you're talking about these kind of sitcom setups and, uh, okay, yeah, I can, oh, I'm wondering, uh, where, where does she work? In a, like a low rise or a high rise? A bungal- I picture her in a bungalow. I think it'd be best if, if uh, this show was shot in a bungalow on uh, the behind the scenes of Universal Studios, also because that's one of my life goals—not to make it about me, but to just to, to work in one of the bungalows on the Universal Studios lot, where I could just sit in a lawn chair all day and wave at the. Uh, you see, Raven would be like, "Scooter, where is the scripts for this season?" And I'd say, "Sorry, Raven, I was my arm was tired from waving at the." Uh, People on the tour, I bre- sometimes I pretend I'm an animatronic and uh, I just pretend, you know, and then I do the robot and uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get any of my, okay, well, how are we going to keep, you can't keep sitting here entertaining, well, maybe I could, maybe they could make that a job. So that okay, so that part that part that part of the fan fiction didn't work out. I already lost my job on an imaginary show, and it just happened to be Monday. So that would be one more. I'd say, well, now I hate Mondays because that was a day I lost my job where I made it my second job to sit and pretend, you know, interact with the guests at Universal Studios. Yeah, how, that'd be, that's quite an autobiography title. So, okay. Well, oh, so don't listen to me. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. So you could drift off at your leisure. And if you can't sleep or you wake up, I'm here for you. These show, these episodes are complete. So I'll be here to the very end to keep you company. So that's that, uh, structure of the show can throw people off. Obviously I've been talking here for about 15 minutes and I haven't even got to the structure of the show. But that's kind of part of how the show works, actually. So it starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, North Pole residents. uh, So you know you're welcome. Then there's business. That's how we keep the show free. Then there's the intro. The intro goes from about minute six to minute 20. And it's where I kind of just go on and on and on about the podcast and slowly, barely get to the point. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit different. Uh, oh, so yeah, the, the intro though, for new listeners, it introduces you the show and you see it's a bit different, but for regular listeners, it kind of becomes part of your bedtime routine, unless you choose to skip it. You could always skip it and just set your thing for 20 minutes or on Patreon, we put out story only versions of the episodes. So but for most listeners, as they became a regular listener, first they started off, what, what is this, what the heck, or not for me, and then they come back, and then they become a regular listener. I guess that's the only way you become a regular listener is if you come back. Some people just keep going. Uh, 
So, but then it, it just gives you, the whole idea of the show is to be part of your wind down, whether you're in bed or you're getting ready for bed, so you can have some distance from the day, so I can ease you into bedtime. So that's the intro. Then there's business, which is just structurally how the podcast stuff works. Then there'll be our story. And the story is uh, going to be the final episode of our holiday uh, soap opera. So that's exciting. Holy melodrama. Heavy on the sleepy stuff. Uh, so that'll be that. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. And the reason I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I make the podcast. Uh, you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can rest and uh, get get some comfort. Uh, because if you get some sleep, uh, your, your world will be a better place. Our world will be a better place. That's amazing. And then what's the other last thing I was thinking of? Oh, the reason, other reason I make the show is because I've been there tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Like I said, I got that, I got that 10,000 hours down. I don't know. I was going to try to do some math, but I don't have any idea. I can't do, I can't, like, I have dyslexia, so I really can't do math in my head. So, because I said, well, how many hours, and and I'll just, you can let me know, but, uh, like, uh, how long would, I know I've done 10,000 hours of overthinking. I'm just wondering if I've done 100,000. But I don't have 24 hours in a day, right? So 10, 10 days is 240 hours. 100 days is, uh, right, is 100 days 2,400 hours? Uh, 2,400 zero, zero is 2,400. 1,000 days, 24,000. Oh, yeah, I, got, I probably got 100,000 hours of overthinking. And no problem. Maybe that's like, uh, they say, Scoots, your hair is just like Malcolm Gladwell's, but straight and woofy. What happened? I say, 100,000 hours. That's 100,000 hours of overthinking. How do you get that high pro glow? Well, I eat dog food. That's how I get it, because it's a, that's where that ad's from. They say, no, no, also from overthinking. I guess it stimulates some sort of... Uh, I, I don't know. I just, when I, I had to make, I have to bring up uh, Gladwell's hair and my hair because uh, I like uh, That's the one place where it's, there is an, not anti, but anti, whatever. Like uh, my hair is poofy and straight. Uh, and hair, his hair is beautifully lustrous, curly, and rich. Uh, mine is more like corn, like you, something you find not on a human, like you'd find on an animal. Like, not, I'm not joking. That's why I say I have high pro glow. So anyway, I'm glad you're here is my, my main point. I'm sorry I'm laughing. It's just uh, when things keep going far afield, like I'm literally saying, okay, let's bring it back here. And then my brain says, what about that? And then it says, well, there's Mal- it shows me Malcolm Gladwell's headshot. And I say, well, I got to look at that. So I'm glad you're here. Like, I see, like a lot of listeners say, give it a few, this show a few tries. You could give up on it. it. It does not work for everybody, but I really hope it works for you. So that's why I say give it a few tries. Because hopefully, like I said, you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve something that's going to barely put a smile on your face. I mean, if you're looking for something more than that, then this might not be. You say, this podcast is uh, something I feel very ambivalent about, and I, that's why I love it. 
So I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to bring you this show twice a week. All right, everybody. Welcome to our episodically modular holiday series conclusion. As the North Pole turns with a touch of seriality that's uh, undone because we cover everything at the beginning of every episode. But with a, this is a soap opera, so it's kind of the kind of it's kind of the, it's kind of the kind of thing that gets it gets handled because it's kind of always as the North Pole turns. Technically, as the world turns underneath the North Pole, but it's still turning up there. I mean, actually, it's turning at a different. I, I don't know anything about the like. It's a. Are they turning at the same speed, even though the radius is smaller? I got to put some, I got to buy a globe and, and get this, get to the bottom of this. So I'm going to turn things over to uh, the, the person reporting on tonight's episode, uh, Claude Neon. Claude Neon here. And I'm just trying to review everything that's happened so far before we head head off and I step into this group with Balsamica and the rest of the North Pole elves here. So I arrived at the North Pole uh, with the task, I was assigned the task of clearing the name of Abies, uh who stands, uh, stood, I'm not even sure, accused of lying to Santa Claus, which is a, 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 a something that gets you, can get you banned permanently, exiled from the North Pole. One of the one of the worst things that can happen to a North Pole elf. So, I came to collect information to get to the bottom of things with Ab's clear Ab's name. Uh, well, that's what I was hoping to do, and my client was pretty sure that Ab's was innocent of lying to Santa Claus, and and I actually, huh. I didn't even think about this, uh, but we'll, well, we'll get to it. Because it, when I arrived, right around the time I arrived, there was already a lot going on here at the North Pole, other than the preparations for the holiday season, which were just completed, uh, which we would have thought, okay, pro- most problems solved. There's still a lot of interpersonal or inter-elven you know, things to solve. Uh, but right leading up to the fi- finalizing of the holiday preparations, Procera, another North Pole elf, uh, had there was a new facility for solid-state electronic toy production here in the North Pole. And not all the elves, the changes in toy production, you know, just like they've impacted the world here in the 1990s or 80s, wherever, what I, I, I'm losing track, 80s, 1980s. Uh, I'm already thinking about those 90s. I'm sure they're going to be, I don't know what they'll be like, but hopefully they'll still have neon and flat, fat shoelaces because those are two of my favorite things. Uh, but so not all the elves were happy because they said, what are we making electronic toys? These are just circuits and uh, things. These are easily replaceable or easily automated. What, what's going to be the future of the elves? And with globalization, the elves said, what, uh, and, uh, what do you call it? Free, you know, quote unquote, free markets. 
you know, the elves said, is this, it was a lot of strong feelings. Now, Procera had some of the strongest feelings we observed because Procera used some different designs to eliminate uh, the the new facility from existence uh, by way of glacier and chasm. And because of that, uh, Glacier, oh, because of that, the facility was gone, also a lot of those toys had been scheduled to go out. Uh, of course, there's a lot of strong feelings about that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with the implications of what happened. It, but there was also some other feeling of uh, the, that something else was at play here with uh, AB's and now Procera's actions. And what we discovered was that uh, that one Santa Claus. So we 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 all banded together. Even I, uh, you know, part of us researching, saying, "Okay, I got to clear Abby's name," but to, to to pitch in to make sure there was enough toys to be delivered on the holiday, you know, the evenings of the holidays. Uh, and we all know not every you know that, that again the, the reality of the 1980s is not every child gets a toy from Santa Claus. It's more partial, partially symbolic, partially real. And also that a lot of people don't know this, but we talked about it is that the elves are actually like also employed by some of the toy manufacturers as part of a, a set of accords reached by Engelmani. Another one of these figures here. Now, we also learned that Engelmani was half-elf, uh, which we did not know at the time. Engelmani's child, Atlantica, is a quarter-elf, I guess, technically. Their partner is uh, Depiana. i got to look at my notes here. But uh, the, the, one of the, the genius behind Solid State, uh, or one of them, or at least uh, the head-elf, uh, in charge of solid state electronic production. And then we had Procera. Everyone was helping, and uh, even Abies, because Abies and Procera also have very high level elves. Uh, we also learned that after we got the sleigh ready, oh, the reason Abies, oh, also Abies was accused of lying to Santa Claus in relation to the Abies and Mrs. Claus. Uh, were uh, underneath the mistletoe one night. Uh, but we also learned, after we got the sleigh lo- loaded, unfortunately, you know you have to do that a, a few weeks before the holidays. Uh, what happened was we also learned that the person we thought was Santa Claus, who had be- been behaving strangely maybe for years, we just don't know, hopped in the sleigh and took off with it, uh, with all the toys, meaning we have a backup sleigh. Uh, so there's a sleigh. Uh, it, it's not like in the movies. There's like a, a front sleigh that's driven by the re- combination of reindeer and an ion, ion engine. I, I think that's what it's called. But there's also the, 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 the cargo, which is attached to the sleigh, just like a train a bit. So we have a backup sleigh that was actually circling the area looking for Santa once we realized that Santa was not, uh, like, because it has, uh, what do you call that thing, infrared. 
So we, we, we're we going to try to... Now, the good thing about an ion engine or ionic engine is it needs to... It slowly builds up speed by ejecting ions. I'm not positive on that. Uh, at a certain altitude. So so, so the, the, the EVIL Santa is somewhere circling the North Pole, building up speed. And we're going to try to get in this backup sleigh... And catch up with Santa to save Christmas, to get those presents, and to save the holiday season. So I guess the question is, can, can everybody's returning now uh, because we we all had, and I was lucky, I already had a snowsuit on. They call them Santa suits uh, so they could stay warm. Even though there's heaters, you got to have a, in case you say, well, we got to stop and get in and out. So all the elves are here, and again, the elven leadership is more or less the people. Oh, also, I have introduced you to introduce you to Balsamica. Balsamica, my understanding is, has been my assistant in these investigations, somewhat an independent assistant or someone I'm working with. Uh, Balsamica standing, looking back at me, mentioning for me to get over so I can listen in to all the discussions. Or that we all can hear them. But Balsamic is kind of in charge of melodrama in the North Pole, which I think it keeps things, keeps people's, uh, it's an intense work environment up here. So the uh, processing of melodrama, I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised it's a job, but it's a bit like a, a community service member Report, I don't know. So, yeah, I've got to get, okay, they're talking about who's going to drive the sleigh and everybody, okay, hello, hello. Okay, you were saying, okay, yeah, so it's it's me, Engelmani. So, I mean, I'm not trying to say that I, I should drive it, but Procera and Abies can't drive because we just don't have a full, you can't run the sleigh. Just because you're directly connected to the events that, and I guess in some sense you could say I'm indirectly connected, but you were both directly connected to the events that made this uh, secondary Santa Claus take off with the sleigh. So for us to let you drive the sleigh would just be, oh, hi, hey, hey, uh, Claude, we were just discussing who should drive the sleigh. And I was saying not Procera and not uh, Abies just because it's not a good idea. Just in case, you know, we don't want to give you the reins of the last chance I have, uh, we have to save Christmas. Oh, that's interesting that you said, that, 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 yeah, that, oh, it just, I know you might not recognize us in our snowsuits, uh, Claude. I'm Procera. What's your motivation, though, Engelmani, to drive? I mean, how can we trust you since your your child's partner is behind the, the like you, you're the one you're indirectly involved in this? Like, what if you have a plan to to make it because you just want to replace all the elves with technology? Well, that's not actually true, Procera. I'm trying to, and again, I know it's, here's the reason, real reason why. You know, as I revealed in great dramatic fashion recently, that I'm only part elf and I'm not a hundred. I'm fifty percent elf, and and that is, you know, that's probably part of why I've gone in this journey dealing with so many humans.
And as you know, Santa Claus is part human. Uh, we're all human. We don't know the answer to that. It just looks like a human. And since Santa normally drives the sleigh, I think it would be best if someone that has a human connection to humanity, a physical connection, I think just a sleigh may respond better. We don't really know. We don't drive a lot of sleighs, you know. And I think because my motivations are questioned by everyone, uh, I'm actually more trustworthy. And I would say that you, maybe Procera and Abies, you could maybe you could keep an eye on me, right? And then I have my uh, child, Atlantica, here. Atlantica, you could sit next to me as your quarter human. I think I don't know. I guess I don't understand it after that. Uh, How does everybody feel about that? Well, uh, this is Atlantica speaking. Thank you, uh, Ingomani. Thank you, parent of mine. I think that the uh, way we should sit is that you should drive. I think is everyone's in agreement. That was a powerful uh, argument you made, mostly just due to that, you being human. Also, you have, you, you, you've driven the sleigh. Not, not many of us have. So that makes sense. But I, would, I don't think I should sit next to you. I think Depeana should sit next to you, my beloved Depeana. Then I'll sit next to Depeana, and then Abies should sit next to me. Okay, well, this is Depeana. Why wouldn't you sit next? Why would Abies? That's a lot of people for the front of the sleigh. Well, yeah, we'll be snug. We'll be snuggled in. But I think it be because uh, Abies uh, should be next to me. You should be next to uh, to Engelmani. Then you're. Then I'm still next to you. So don't worry, but then you you know you have the most techno you have the most technological skills. So let's just be honest, and this could be a technological situation. Also, me, me, not everybody knows this, uh, but I just happen to know that ABS has the best just uh, eyesight in the North Pole, and if we're going to be looking for this sleigh visually. You know, because hopefully we'll be able to spot Rudolph's nose that, uh, that then, then Abies would be the one because they remember that, uh, the Onac engine goes in a counterclockwise, uh, right? Counterclockwise orbit, uh, or, or circle. And, uh, so that, that's why. Well, my, my dear, how do you know so much about A.B.'s sites? Oh, hey, th- this is A.B.'s here. That does sound good. I mean, we'll all fit in. The, it'll be, you know, it'll be close. We'll be close to one another. So I'll be close to Atlantica. You'll be close to Atlantica, uh, Depeana. Atlantica will be close to me and to you. And then you'll be close to Engelmani. But you're also good with tech. And then, you know, you, you and Atlantica, you know, if Atlantica did need to take over the sleigh, they'd be right there to do it. And I think it'd be nice uh, to sit next to, I mean, it'd be nice for me because I do have the best eyesight. Uh, yeah, I've seen things across rooms, uh, eyes I would never forget, uh, cheeks that I would never forget across the room, across the workplace. Uh, and so, 
yeah, I, I, uh, I am, I'm, I mean, what are you, are you talking about, uh, Mrs. Gloss or Atlantica, ABC? Because this is just not a, I'm just talking about keeping an eye out for Rudolph's nose. Okay. Well, that's fine. But then, so then the back, we would have, uh, uh, Claude Neon, Balsamica, and Procera. Uh, Mrs. Claus, you should probably stay behind here. And then we, we, we should probably get moving. Should it, does that sound equitable to everybody? Does anybody have an objection to the seating arrangements? The Procera, you could sit between Balsamica and, uh, Claude Neon, and that way, uh, you know, just in case there's something else going on, or you could, because we need you to help us. Uh, so if you're not going to help us save Christmas uh, in the holiday season, please let us know. No, I'm. I, this is Procera. Of course, I, I like again. I'm just saying my name first for Claude Neon's sake. But uh, yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, this is fine. Let's. I think we should get going because, I, yeah, I want to save Christmas. Uh, but so let's all get in the sleigh and let's go. Okay, Mrs. Goss, you stay here. Uh, this is Balsamica taking over. Everybody, load up. I think this is good, Claude. This is good, uh, and I think everybody's here. Uh, and we're taking off, regaining. So, so we should go. Just so Claude knows, this is Balsamica talking. We should hit, uh, how this is now, this is a backup sleigh, but it doesn't have, uh, an ion engine. So technically, if Santa in the, the current sleigh or whatever we're calling this, uh, other Santa, uh, does reach speed, we would never be able to catch them because this is the older model sleigh. It doesn't have an ionic engine. It relies on other technology and uh, a lot more reindeer. Yeah, that's that's correct, Balsamica. But we have, all we need to do, and actually, it's a faster sleigh. So we just have to get to the get to altitude. Oh boy, though it's very uh, cloudy at altitude, so we're not going to be able to see. We can't see anything. And unfortunately, this has a radar, but not, we won't be able to pick up the sleigh. The one thing that we won't get on the radar is the sleigh. You know, it's just for other aircraft and, and birds. Uh, so what we'll have to do is uh, we're going to have to trust uh, AB's eyesight. Uh, and uh, we, we're at altitude, though. We're, we're, so... Yeah, we. I mean, we should be following. It's a very so. Yeah, just to, to narrate everything. This is Ingomani, uh, Claude. So we should be able to complete this circle. I, I have the things that have nearly full throttle. Throttle. I'm ready to pull back though, in case we see the sleigh. It's a good thing this has a reverse brake. So if we do catch up on uh, the the sleigh, we'll. Uh, you know, now that we're up here, I mean, we got to do a few circles. Uh, but sooner or later, we'll catch up or encounter it because we'll either 
Uh, you know, could, Procera, could you keep an eye on the rear? Because it could, the sleigh could appear behind us. You'd be able to see Rudolph's nose, oh so bright, uh, guiding false Santa's sleigh tonight. But I really, thinking about this, the fact that I'm only, like, I'm, all, I'm not, all, like, it's, I'm just having a tough time. I mean, not having a tough time driving the sleigh. But I am having a tough time processing my existence here because I say, wait a second, I'm, uh, you mean, it's just a lot of meaning. I'm having trouble with it, I guess. I, I don't know how else to put it. It, it. Suddenly I'm thinking, what does it mean to be me if, uh, like, but that I'm, I'm not, a, like, has, how has that guided my choices so I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about that, and I could just use. Uh, oh, thank you, Atlantica, for putting your arm around me, a child, sweet child of mine. Oh, thank you, Balsamica, for putting your hand on my shoulder from behind me. Thank you. It's that's very calming. Still misty up here. Abies, have you seen anything uh, bright? Uh, no, as a matter of fact, I have not seen anything bright. And, you know, not never. The only thing I've seen as bright as Rudolph's nose is a twinkle in Atlantica's eye, and uh, uh, you know, the great snowball we had when we were children. Okay, did you notice that pause, Abies? We're, 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 we're it's probably not the best time for a trip down memory lane. Yeah, especially with my partner, uh, Abies. Well, it's okay. Just go ahead, Abies. What were you saying about my eyes? Well, what I was thinking is that uh, when I would lose sight of your eyes, it would be when you closed your eyes uh, and blinked uh, or, you know, you closed your eyes and looked away. Or then, you know, when we, you know, you ended up uh, living and choosing Depeana, and, you know, then I didn't see your eyes, you know, I, I see your eyes from far away, but it was at a, you know, it wasn't at the snowball. And, you know, it just had a different tone to me of seeing your eyes in that situation versus the current situation. And that fact, uh, you know, I guess has driven me uh, to drove me into the arms of uh, Mrs. Kloss. Uh, and I've just been thinking a lot about that. And, and the fact that, you know, Mrs. Kloss, like, and I, we were just, uh, it wasn't love. Uh, it was, it was, it was a different kind of love is what I'm saying to everyone here. It wasn't a love born out of passion we're love born out of shared interest. Uh, it was the kind of love you see when two leaves are floating in a river. Uh, and the river is picking up speed, but the leaves are moist and they touch one another and they stick together. And they traverse part of the river together. Maybe a part of the river that's uh, where the speed picks up. And I think that part of the river for Mrs. Kloss is now what we're seeing. Uh, did we ask Mrs. Claus if uh, she knew that Santa, this wasn't the real Santa Claus? I think uh, my conversations with her led to, lead me to think no, that uh, she was just like Santa had changed. 
and maybe Santa's the the joy of the season had drained out of Santa's heart. Uh, and, you know, that's how we became together uh, to, to, to say, well, it's nav- we've encountered one another. And we're sharing this drifting feeling. If we could just connect for a while in this river, we wouldn't have to. But sometimes it's just natural. Like I said, just the leaves come, come in contact with one another. And there just happens to be some sort of attraction. And some would say it was a surface attraction. And some would not. Uh, and uh, But... Uh, my point being is that I believe that uh, what I'm saying is that I have not seen the sleigh, and my eyesight is so good in my memory that I feel like we're covering the same, and I've been watching the maps out of the corner of our eye, my eye. This is Ingomani. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm really relating with what you're saying from a different perspective, because I'm I'm part human and part elf. Uh, and while I know the ages don't line up uh, and the situation doesn't line up, I have to start to wonder where, whence I came, you know. You know, I'm going through this thing and wondering where, you know, maybe this is where I feel adrift, uh, and why I've always tried to connect elves and humans together. Is it what I've always wanted for myself, or is it what I've wanted because I've felt uh, something empty or missing inside me? And, you know, I've tried to be the best parent I could at Lanka, and I know I've been distracted sometimes, and I travel a lot more than most elven parents, and I've relied on you for not just support, but for, you know, the, like you've been a trusted advisor of mine. But now I'm calling into question my questionable motivations. Uh, but I, then at the same time, even though I'm talking and driving a sleigh at an incredible speed here, through a snowstorm and mystic, misty sky, uh, the fact of the matter is that I, I'm, I guess I'm lost in another way. Oh, but what you were going to say something about, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, A.B., so just now you got me thinking about things I've been thinking about, but more about things I've been feeling and wondering which comes first. Well, what I was going to say was we haven't seen Rudolph's nose, which is pretty much impossible, even in this level of mist and snow. And so what I'm probably saying is that the 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 whatever Santa, non-Santa, would have covered Rudolph's nose, uh, knowing we would be in pursuit. So uh, th- that's not a good sign. Okay, but this is the Beyana here, and I'm really having feelings myself about what you've been saying. But I have to put my feelings aside because I do want to say that I had installed LED lights on the rear of the new sleigh, and we were still testing them out. Uh, and I just remembered that we have a uh, we, we we did offer a way to to activate them remotely. 
And the fact of the matter is that, uh, that they should be like, we should be able to turn them on, uh, on the other sleigh. They're like brake lights on a car. They refer, they refer to be there for where Rudolph's nose wasn't. And also they were just going to be there for cool. When we do more of the goodwill tours, we thought it'd be cool to have brake lights, uh, Break for I break for remember when that I break for Santa uh, thing was popular. Oh, I'm sorry, Debbie Uh, I think it, like I, 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 I this is a uh, Procera. I remember that remote control, and it's it's uh, underneath. I I kicked it a few times though. Okay, well, could you crawl under? Did, did you, let me take. It's not. Oh boy, yeah. We're going to have to, I can fix this though. I need your help, uh, Procera. In Atlantica, I probably need your help too. Okay, what do you need? Well, I don't know because I, I just need some clarity, I guess, uh, uh, of what, what, what does all this mean? Okay, well, maybe it means, uh, then I'm good you're having, I'm glad you're having feelings, uh, about, what Abies was saying and the fact that Abies and I are sitting next to each other too. Maybe that's a good thing, huh? So maybe we should get, we should get this resolved as soon as we can. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay. Procera, can you, um, hold that red, red thing, that red wire there. Okay. Now I'm going to hold this green and green wire. And then that purple one. Okay, you hold the blue one. Now we're going to put that. We got It looks like the connect. You just broke the connections. So we're going to hold all four of these wires to the thing, and the lights should go on. So everybody else, keep your eyes peeled. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, the uh, the the, well, the ABC here. I see the lights uh, in. Uh, I see the, I see the taillights. So wow, those are powerful. LEDs are more powerful than Rudolph's nose. I would have never thought of that. Uh, yeah, combined, they are more powerful than Rudolph's nose. Uh, but, oh, so wh- wh- where's, uh, where's the sleigh? Well, what's interesting is that it's about, uh, uh 300 yards below us, uh, and... Oh, so that Santa knew we were... Wait a second, does anybody smell any ion in the air? I don't even know what ion smells like. Neither do I. Neither do I. Well, I could tell you that it doesn't smell like uh, ion up here. So uh, that means the ion engine is going, and, and the Santa's going at a different level... Do you think that the, the Santa would have thought we would have come up here and then just circled and then, uh, and then what, what, do you, what do you think? Like, like it just spun our wheels. Yeah, I guess so. But so where's, okay, so now, okay, Engelmanni, where are we? Okay, yeah, we should be at near full ionic speed if if it was, uh, like, right now would be, 
when the sleigh would have been starting its uh, larger circles and it would be impossible for this sleigh to keep up with it. It hasn't reached full speed, you know, for, for, for the deliveries, but it has reached a speed, or it should have, but w- according to the lights and what I'm seeing is it's going at the same speed. It's just at a cruising speed and at a cruising altitude, not the ionic uh, impulse or whatever altitude. So does anybody have any thoughts? Uh, Procera and Ingelmeyer, or Procera and Depeana, you get better start keep hanging on to those. Uh, yeah, well, I'm under here. I don't know if you can hear me under the seat. This is Procera. So you're saying that this, the, 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 the alternate Santa is at a, at a altitude just circling. I would presume that uh, Santa would think it would lose, that we'd just give up and then we'd just give up on the holidays. Uh, so, oh, oh, ABC here, the Santa is now changing directions and not circling anymore, but heading off. Uh, I don't know if it were headed, if, if, if it's the uh, Santa's heading north, south, east, or west. Okay, well, maybe, Engelmine, can you follow at a safe distance? Yeah, I can stay above uh, Santa. There's no way this, does, this doesn't have any lights or LEDs, right, uh, Depeana? No, yeah, I'm just holding things down here. Um, you know, the other thing you could do is check the uh, thermal images. Remember, we had Santa Claus and another person, or what we're assuming is Santa Claus and another person, See if, uh, I'm just, you know, guessing that that's, could be where you, oh, you're right, Depeana. That's beyond the crystal forest. Uh, it's inside the crystal forest where that, uh, this, uh, like the two, like there shouldn't have been any heat signatures, but there's two heat signatures somewhere in the crystal forest. And this Santa, this sleigh seems to be headed in that direction. Wow, so that like so we're following it though, right? We are following it. Uh, so the Santa was going to now the Crystal Forest is a place we've never been allowed. Yeah, I mean mostly because it's just a Crystal Forest. There's a lot of uh, icicles, and it's just not a good idea. That's why people think it's a legend. It's just icicles. Oh, wow, I never knew that. I thought there was probably, like, frost giants or something. No, there's no such thing as frost giants. Uh, just, you know, frost. The frost is real. Okay, well, it looks like uh, we could stay. If we stay at this altitude, can we keep following? Well, I guess we don't even need to. It looks like those lights are headed right towards those two thermal heat signatures uh, from the... Uh, Thermal imaging. So what are we going to do now? I don't mean to correct Ingomani, but it's uh, infrared, not thermal imaging. Okay, thank you for, thanks for correcting me. Thanks. I can't imagine why my child would ever get uh, distracted from you when you're correcting everybody. Okay, well, why don't, well, here's a suggestion. This is uh, this is uh, uh, Procera here. Why don't you land? Uh, look at the now we're coming in where we can. We can, oh, uh, I was going to say circle and land over there, but it looks like the Santa's looking right up at us. 
and waving us in. So if we thought that we're going to lose the Santa, what are we going to do when we get down there? Oh, well, I guess we'll talk to the Santa. I don't know. Okay, yeah, it looks like that Santa is uh, waiting for us and now going towards the cabin as we land and walking inside and holding the door for us. But it's one of those two-door places, so not letting any hot air out of the cabin. Okay, here's an idea, though. Claude, uh, why don't you walk a little bit slower than all of us? Uh, Claude, do you, have you ever talked to reindeer before? Like, talk to the reindeer, because uh, I don't think this is Santa knows that the reindeer can communicate with the squirrels. And don't go too slow, Claude. Just tell the reindeer to det- detach the sleigh. The presence from the sleigh. You know, ask the squirrels and the other forest friends to come for help. Uh, we'll go inside and see what this, uh, like, act like we're just uh, acquiescing. Go along with what the Santa says. And then, you get, do you understand, Claude? Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, Ray, hey Rudolph, uh, Dasher, Dancer, Donner, Blitzen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen, Carmella. Uh, I'd, actually, I don't know everybody else's names. It seems like uh, because, uh, but uh, I don't know if you heard that. But we, we need you to do. We're going to go inside and distract this uh, Alt Santa, and we need you to detach. Detach. We need you to fly the the all the the sleigh we were in, and the presence uh, back uh, to 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 where uh, Mrs. Colossus is. And keep it safe and save Christmas, uh, if that would be be good. Could you do just no? Okay, we're just going to go inside. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm just, uh, I'm not, uh, how you doing? I thought you were Santa Claus. Turns out you're, who are you? Come inside, uh, please, Claude. Uh, well, you're, you're, but you're not, are you Santa or not? Uh, come inside, Claude, uh, let's all talk. Oh, look, there's Santa Claus and Pro, 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 another Procera? What's happening here? Sit down, everyone. Uh, it's I, who, who you once thought was Santa Claus. Now, my name's not Jack Skellington, but uh, you might have said, what are you doing, trying to ruin Christmas? And I understand how you feel that way, but I have led you here, and uh, I wanted one of you or two of you to find your way here, because you might say, what are you doing? You've been uh, imitating Santa, keeping Santa and another Procera here in a cabin. And I'd say, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I've been a confused man. I was a mall Santa so I'm not Santa's twin. I'm just look a lot like Santa. And some would say my choices are EVIL, but I, you know, when I was a mall Santa, we had uh, working for us uh, a real elf. I didn't know it at the time. At first, uh, someone cast out from the North Pole for lying to Santa.
and that elf and I fell in love, uh, and eventually that elf uh, earned their way back to the North Pole uh, because it was only a partial band and ended up uh, a parent of some other, you know, a, a famous neon uh, cleared their name. But, uh, you know, I was down there. I'm not well, like, uh, I, 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 I missed them and I wanted to come back. And they said, no humans at the North Pole. Uh, and actually they didn't really, whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm your father, uh, Ingomani. And, uh, I'm your grandparent, uh, Atlantica. And also after I was a mall Santa, I ended up owning the malls. And then I, you know, I also own one of the great Tory conglomerates, uh, or I did, I sold it all to become a, to fund my plan to take over for Santa. Then I realized how much of work it was over the past few years. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, how tiring it was, you know, keeping looking like Santa. I mean, I naturally looked exactly like Santa. We're not twins, you know, but that happens. People look like one another. And when I learned that the elf that I loved wasn't here at the North Pole, uh, I thought maybe I would work up the courage to, to, to introduce myself to you in Ingomani and Atlantica. But I found by imitating Santa that I had some contact with you. But in the end, it ended up being unfulfilling. Uh, you know, working with uh, with all of you under false pretenses. And while it was exciting to pretend I was Santa, especially past few holidays, you know, it wasn't easy. And uh, wasn't you know, in the end, it wasn't fulfilling at all. And uh, I've kept Santa here. With pre-Sarah, pro-Sarah's twin. So pro-Sarah does have a twin, pre-Sarah. Uh, and they've been living here for years, you know, because you can't get, you can't leave the Crystal Forest. It's actually true. And they were smart enough to stay here. But, you know, I kept kept them happy and entertained and all that. Uh, so I don't know if pre-Sarah or Santa, you want to say anything yeah, but that's why I'm here, and I guess I'm sorry. I just did it for love, love of a child and a grandchild and the confused love of the holiday season. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's just a human, and I mean, I'm only human. Wow, so you're my pa- one of my parents. Uh, well, it's good to meet you. I'm Ingelmani. Uh you could call me Bert, actually. I go by Bert uh, when I'm not. I mean, I forgot my name for a little while. Otherwise, I would have said, it's me, your father, Bert. Uh, well, here in the North Pole, we don't use those terms, uh, Bert. Uh, but uh, I could say you're my parental figure. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you use it for Santa and Mrs. Claus, though. Well, you're no Santa, Bert. Uh, but maybe that's good. Maybe you could start, uh, you apologized. Uh, so maybe we could go and get to know one another. Atlantica, what do you think? I think, I think, uh, and I need to talk, uh, and spend some time reconnecting the two of us. We, we, uh, and rekindling, uh, 
and notice this cabin has multiple rooms, so we want to have a private discussion. And uh, Abies, maybe there, maybe you could uh, st- st- stay near the room, uh, depending on how our discussion goes. Sometimes the leaves float uh, in different directions, and and sometimes they end up together. Okay, that's confusing. Pre-Sarah, I'm pro-Sarah. You're my twin sister. What are you doing here? And Santa, how's everything going? Ho, 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 it's uh, going. It's, uh, we've adjusted, uh, uh, but I knew in my heart uh, you all would be here. And Pre-Sarah was part of... Uh, uh, well, Procera, you might as well tell everybody now. Yeah, well, Bert didn't 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 really realize this, or that uh, Procera did finally find a way out of the crystal forest and found me, and we worked out this plan, which involved an over-the-top plan. Also, just so you know, the companies Bert owned were mostly solid-state companies, so some of it was uh, Bert, no offense. Also... You, you, when you sold them, they were for the anyway, not important. And so we uh, came up with this plan to get you here to rescue Santa and you know, save the holiday season and all that. Um, but what you should all know is that uh, you know, this hasn't been easy for Santa. Being away from Mrs. Claus and knowing Mrs. You know, this has just not been easy. Santa kind of still could see everything. Oh, Abyss isn't even in the room anymore. And so Santa's decided, and uh, there's one other person that knew about all this. So why don't you kind of tell everybody, finish it off, Balsamica. Yeah, so... Uh, well, the, yeah, so everybody should know that's still listening, including you, Claude, that this was part of a plan that I was also a part of. And, uh, I was the one that gave Bert the idea, uh, to, uh, that ABs, you know, that brought everything to Bert's attention. I also moved to the, you know, I said, what, why don't you, do, don't you ever check your mistletoe, Bert? And he said, ho, 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 who would be checking my mistletoe? But as I've been working with pre-Sarah and pro-Sarah to uh, eventually save Christmas and get Santa and re-replace Bert, it wasn't easy because Bert controls a lot of the stuff that's essential to Christmas. And our fear was that if Christmas was fully automated, Bert would have total power. Even though it was starting to be empty for Bert, that could be even worse because what if Bert just uh, rose to the level of Santa Claus and then wasn't interested but took all of the power that came with being Santa Claus? Uh, what would that mean for Christmas if Bert just walked away and left the, the automatic reins? No more reindeer, no more elves making toys. So we knew we had to do a slow plan. The problem was when we were doing the slow plan, Santa Claus, uh, the real Santa Claus, also uh, changed priorities. And we know that the role doesn't change very often. 
But, Claude, we brought you here because it's time for a change. Not right now. we got to get things back in order at the North Pole. This season, the real Santa will be back. Uh, Santa, can you give us a ho, ho, ho? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Balsamica, Brucera, and Procera and I work together. And I'm going to give it a few more holiday seasons, but uh, I think that it's time for me to start looking at being replaced by somebody. A new clause uh, should come into being and, you know, not someone that's, uh, you know, someone that we find. We search the world and we're going to need your help uh, telling that story, Claude. There could be other stories of the holiday seasons that haven't been told that you may need to tell, Claude. So we're going to have to count on you as a reporter uh, to tell our tales. But I think that's the end of this tale. Ho, ho, ho. This will be the first, you know, this will be the holiday I'm back. But I think we should all rest now and get comfortable. Then we'll figure out, Bert. We know that the the reindeer have returned, to, so everything else is on schedule again. So let's just get comfortable and rest and... Uh, you know, know all will be well, uh, that all will be well. And even though there's a lot of melodrama, probably most of it not necessary, if we would have just communicated and said exactly what we wanted or found out, oh, that's what I really want, uh, we could have just asked. But that's not what makes humans humans or elves elves, is it? Uh, we all need to rest. We know that much. Uh, so let's rest together. Have a joyous uh, season, or more find a little joy. We don't have you know. This is my ho 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 this year, and maybe you could, maybe you could find yours right on that level. It's okay to only have, say, well, yeah, maybe I find some joy on the inside and some self soothing, and say, yeah, maybe uh, this is my level of ho ho ho. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Good night.